I am looking for five unfulfilled healthcare professionals who want to create a clear roadmap to fulfillment in the next 30 days. If that's you, I would love to connect. Head to the link in the show notes to apply for a career clarity call, and I'll share all of the details with you. Welcome to the Life After Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Turgeon, residency dropout, best-selling author, online entrepreneur, and world traveler. I'm on a mission to help the whole world start doing work that they actually enjoy because I believe the world is a better place when we're all doing work we love. If you want to create a fulfilling life and career on your own terms, then you are in exactly the right place and I'm so glad you're here. Through this podcast, I'll share inspiring stories of healthcare workers who have left their traditional medical careers to forge their own path to fulfillment. I'll also give you my best tips and advice for how I've managed to create a thriving life after medicine. Hey, my loves. So I have something really important that I want you to know. You don't have to settle for unhappiness in your career. I fully believe that it's possible to enjoy your work and to feel like you're making a difference without all of the stress and all of the burnout that you're currently experiencing. And through my one-on-one coaching, I help healthcare professionals recover from burnout and create fulfilling careers they actually enjoy. I've helped clients become yoga teachers, stay-at-home moms, entrepreneurs, Some have gone back to school to study law, public health, creative writing. My clients have started teaching and mentoring medical students, started up their own boutique medical practices and created location independence through telemedicine. Some of my clients have decided to stay in the medical field and find a way to practice on their own terms. And others have left entirely to pursue new interests and new passions. Your path to happiness and fulfillment is unique and it won't look like anyone else's. And I fully honor that. Starting in 2022, so this year, I'm offering two different types of one-on-one coaching. Career burnout coaching, where I help you regain your energy and just be less stressed and more happy when it comes to your career. And then also career fulfillment coaching, where we develop a clear vision of what you really want for your career and start working on an action plan to bring that into fruition. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, there'll be a link to the application and more information in the show notes. Hello, my loves. Happy New Year's and welcome to 2022. I think there's people who fall into several different camps during the new years. There's the people who are super gung-ho and really excited about new year, new me. And then there's the people who are kind of skeptical and over it and don't really get on that new year's resolutions train. And then I guess there's people everywhere in between. Um, And I... I fall more on the excited camp, I'm excited about the new year. I get excited about all these moments in time where that serve as a check-in. So I get excited about birthdays, about the first day of every month, the new year. I love new beginnings and I love kind of fresh starts and new starting points. And I think they're really powerful because they serve as a time to check in, a time to reflect on where you are 
and where you want to go. And it serves as a great time to ask yourself some powerful questions. Um, so that's what I want to talk about today. I want to just talk about kind of bringing in the new year with intention and just bringing some new year energy into the start of 2022. And I really want to make it as simple as possible and just kind of share with you what I did this year, give you some ideas for some questions that you can ask yourself um, and just some ideas for how you can kind of approach this whole New Year's resolutions goals thing. Um, because I don't know about you, but I've definitely been somebody who has, I've been so gung-ho about the new year and I have created all of these goals and spreadsheets and all of these things only to be really disappointed with myself a few weeks later. Um, so I want to just bring in a much simpler approach to all of this so that you can kind of, I don't know, just have that sense of new year, new beginnings, but in a much simpler, more accessible way that's realistic in a busy lifestyle. And yeah, what I like to think of it as is kind of creating your intentions and your goals and your, your things during the new year, it's almost like it can serve as your anchor for the year. So I think that's one thing that makes it really important is because it's something you can come back to throughout the year and, and check in with and be like, where am I in relation to this? And maybe, you know, what you want has changed and you're like, oh, that's hilarious. I thought I wanted that, or that's what I wanted to go. That's not what I want at all anymore. And that's okay. But it still gives you kind of this starting point and this centeredness um, that can be really powerful. So I think that's one of the benefits of it. Another benefit is it, it forces you to take some time to ask yourself that powerful question of what do I want? And a lot of times we go through life not asking that question. We ask things like, well, what should I be doing? What's expected of me? what's the right thing to do? What are all my friends doing? What does my family need? We're asking a lot of questions that are not wrong, but we're all, we, a lot of us tend to ignore the question, what do I want? What do I even want? <laughs> so I want to walk you through a couple questions that I asked myself this new year's that were really helpful to get me centered and focused. Um, and I hope that they'll be helpful for you. Um, if you're interested in kind of doing this and using this as a reflection tool, I really encourage you to, you know, go to a coffee shop or go to a garden or, you know, somewhere out in nature, if it's warm where you are or somewhere cozy and warm, um, if it's not warm where you are. And I invite you to just take some time to yourself, you know, turn your phone off, turn the internet off and just get out a journal and really reflect on some of these things. Give yourself an hour or maybe even a half day, a morning, an afternoon, whatever feels good for you, but definitely at least an hour I think would be ideal. I'm going to give you some questions to walk through. And I think the most important part of this is not just that you're like answering questions and that you're putting the right answer down. It's that the questions force you to really just check in inside yourself and look inwards and start to just get clear on what it is that you really want. So the first question might be easier for you um, because it's really asking about what you don't want. What don't you want to bring with you into 2022? What are you done with? What are you sick and tired of? 
what are you not going to put up with? <laughs> what are you just so over going forward? And it can be, you know, things that you're sick of saying. For me, one of the things I'm done with is I'm done with saying I can't afford it. I'm done with that. <laughs> That's not going to be a mindset that I have. If I am going to choose not to spend my money on something, I will make that decision. But man, that phrase, I can't afford it. That's so disempowering. I'm done with that. So what are some, what's some language that you're done with? Are you done with calling yourself? Oh, I'm such an idiot. Or like, God, I can't do anything right. Are you done with that? Are you done with the negative self-talk? Um, another thing that I'm done with, so it can be like mindsets. It can be um, words and language that you use. It can be behaviors. It can be people. It can be identities that you take on. It really can be anything. I'm going to redo some of mine just to kind of help direct and guide you. I know when I work with my clients and my courses and programs, um, they really like having examples of things. Um, so I'm going to, I'll just share with you some, some of mine that I'm done with. I'm done with insecurity. I know that insecurities will still come up from time to time, but I'm done indulging in them. I'm not going to let them win out. I'm going to always, when I experience insecurity, come back to myself and remember who I am. So I'm done with lingering in insecurities. I'm done with disrespecting myself. That means in my environment, in the people I hang out with, in the foods that I choose, in the you know, the way I spend my time, I don't want to disrespect myself. So that means setting boundaries. That means changing the way that I like treat myself in many different ways. It means like having more nourishing foods, moving my body more, just really treating myself in a super respectful way. So I'm done with disrespecting myself. I think it also is important kind of as I'm doing right now to define what that means to you. You can be as detailed as you want to be, but just really having some definitions around like, what does that actually look like? Um, I'm, I'm done with mindless social media scrolling. That is such a big one. Oh my goodness. I don't know about you, but that takes up so much of my time and energy. It puts me in this weird state of like really just continually looking outward for validation. And I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm done with playing small. I'm done with feeling not good enough. I'm done bringing in any scarcity around money or any weirdness around money. And that kind of goes along with that. I'm done with saying I can't afford it. So those are some examples of where you can start. Like, what are you done with? What do you not want to bring into this next year? What are you over? What are you sick of? What is it time to just cut off? And with that in mind, you know, you can make the list as long as you want, whatever it is that you just are sick and tired of. And then with that in mind, remembering you're not going to be perfect. <laughs> These are probably like old habits die hard. So yes, I, one of my things is yes, I'm done with insecurity, but I, I know that as I go through my days in my life, insecurities are going to pop up feeling like I'm not good enough, it's going to pop up. So yes, I'm done with it, but that doesn't mean like realistically, 
these are still thought patterns that I've conditioned and they're not just going to disappear overnight. So yeah, I know that they're going to pop back up. And what I'm really, what this really means is I'm going to bring awareness to them. I'm going to shift out of them as quickly as I can because I'm done lingering in them and I'm done letting any insecurities from the show. I'm done letting that feeling of not good enough mean anything other than that's just part of the human condition. People just feel that way sometimes. So I'm just kind of done operating from those places or getting fooled by those thought processes. And so along with all of the things that you're done with, just reminding yourself to give yourself grace and compassion and kindness as you unlearn these patterns and these identities and these behaviors and these things that you're done with, they won't necessarily disappear overnight. And that's okay. Being patient with yourself is a huge part of the process. So that's the first thing. So maybe what you could do is you can get like one piece of paper and fold it in half. And on the left side of the piece of paper, write down, like, what are you done with in 2022? What are you just over? What are you sick of? What are you not bringing into this year? And then on the next side of the piece of paper is where you start to really ask yourself, what do you want? What do I want? And I started doing this by asking myself, what do I want for my life going forward? And what came up for me are some really simple things. So I think a lot of us have this desire to set these big, grand New Year's goals. And, and that's great. If that really drives you, that's so wonderful. Um, but I think for me and a lot of the people that I coach, and if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably of a similar like overachiever, really goal-oriented, um, going to put your head down and buckle down and get that goal and chase the goal. And, and so maybe that's not what we need. Maybe we don't need these big goals. Because maybe these big goals actually kind of hinder us from living our real lives because we're in this chasing mentality and we're in this focused and achievement mentality. And I don't know, I'm not saying that goals are wrong or bad. It's just like, how do you relate to them and what do they do for you? And now I still do have goals. I have goals in my business, but what I really started to focus on and what I think is going to be so powerful is just the day-to-day life that I want for myself. So I have, I heard this one quote and it really stuck with me and I've been using it for myself and talking about it to my clients. Um, but it's how you live today is how you live your life. Because really your life is a collection of years which is a collection of days, which is a collection of moments. And so it's really just how you live on a day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis that all adds up together to make up your life. For the most part, how you live one day is pretty representative of how you live the other days. That doesn't mean like, yes, you can have bad days. Yes, you can have, you know, you didn't get enough sleep and you get frustrated. And it doesn't mean to kind of beat yourself up when you have a bad day and like, oh, well, this just means I'm a bad person and I'm living a horrible life. That's definitely not what it's about at all. But just maybe sit with that for a minute. Like how you live today is how you live your life. 
So what if instead of making these big grandiose goals that are so far in the future and keep us kind of constantly in this state of anticipation and seeking and striving and in that future mindset, what if we just ask like, how do I want to live my day today? And so that's what came up for me as I was reflecting. So I invite you to ask yourself that question. How do I want to live my days in 2022? What do I want my days to look like in 2022? For me, this one phrase came to mind. And then I further kind of defined what that phrase looks like. So when I ask myself that question, like, what do I want my days to look like in this year going forward? What came to me was make space for joy. Make space for joy. So a lot of times (laughs) I'll put joy and fun things on my calendar and my to-do list, but I fully let myself skip over them if I haven't finished my to-do list for the day. Oh yeah, I had this dinner plan with friends, but I am behind on work. So I'm going to cancel and get my work done, right? I still have this tendency to prioritize work sometimes over the other things in life, which is like, I do love what I do. I love my work so much, but also I'm just feeling this pull to make space for joy, to make joy the actual priority in life and everything else kind of the fillers. And that's scary to do, right? That feels really scary. It's like, oh, I can't just make space for joy. What is that? I can't just prioritize joy. Um, And so that's a big edge for me is really, you know, when I put the joyful things on my calendar, like the yoga class, the massage, the, the dinner with friends, the hiking, when I put the joyful things on my calendar, making those the most important priorities and letting everything else kind of exist. Obviously like my business is important. My clients are important a hundred percent, but yeah, that's something I'm playing with is make space for joy. And then I asked myself like, okay, well, what does that really look like? Like just on a super tangible basis, what does that look like? And then I just started writing a list of things that I want. So I'm going to read out the list to you. Um, And hopefully this will give you some ideas for kind of how simple this whole process can be. I really just want simple things, presence and love and dancing and laughter and shared moments and goosebumps and happy tears and long hugs, delicious coffee, slow mornings, butterflies, hummingbirds, incredible views, time in nature, good music, singing on the beach, karaoke parties, adventures, calm, feeling the wind in my face, playing card games, bonfires, eating chocolate, savoring sunsets, and enjoying all the little moments. And most importantly, relaxing into that knowing that I'm enough. I've done enough. I am enough. I'm just fully enough. So that's what I wrote on my list. And there's probably a zillion things I could add to it, but you get the idea. It's those little moments that I really want. 
and the savoring of those moments, right? Like how simple is that list? Hummingbirds and butterflies and coffee and goosebumps and all of those simple things. So to me, this felt like a really powerful way to approach the new year because in the past, I've always been so goal oriented. And so I am the prize focus, put your head down to the grindstone, go, go, right? Like, and I've fully worked on that a lot and have released a lot of that since I've left medicine. And, you know, something else that just came to me, and this is kind of, maybe this is what makes it fitting, this episode fitting for the Life After Medicine podcast. Um, When I was working in medicine, I saw New Year's as a time to make goals, to make me better because I wasn't good enough. I used personal growth as a way to paper over my imperfections. And I thought if I can just meditate longer and run more and work out more, say if it's running, if I can eat healthier, if I can do all these things and check these things off of a list, then I'll feel good enough and then I'll be like better. So it it was a lot about outside appearances and like, you know, getting myself to this place where you're not good enough as you are. Let's make new year's resolutions to become good enough. And now my energy is much more like, how can I experience life happier? (laughs) How can I have a better experience of my everyday life? And I think that's a huge shift. So think about that too. How are you really approaching your new year's goals or resolutions if you are making them at all? Um, And how can you approach it with the energy of, I'm already good enough as is. I'm already good enough. Take a big exhale with that. I'm already good enough. With that in mind, what do I want this new year to look like and feel like and be like going forward? And what can I do to start creating some of that? And from that place, you're going to start creating days and months and years that actually align with what you want to do and who you want to be. As opposed to continuing to create a life that's further and further away from who you really are, but just continuing to stack on, you know, more things that you think you should have, that you're supposed to do, what other people expect of you, et cetera, et cetera. That is, it's just a fully different way to approach. So yeah, I think that's maybe one of the most powerful lessons as opposed to, you know, any of the smaller things, the bigger approach of, you know, taking this new year into like, what do I want instead of what should I do going forward? And so I hope that this was a helpful exercise and a helpful approach and kind of a different way to think about your year almost, you know, I hope that you just kind of breathe a sigh of relief as you're listening to this. And if not, if that's not what you need right now, 
then don't listen to it. Listen to something else. Maybe what you need is to set a goal. Maybe you've been freewheeling and chilling for a long time and you're like, no, I need some structure and I need some goals. That's great. Go do that. Do, do what you feel is really right for you. But if you're like me and my clients and a lot of the people I work with, maybe you've been stuck in this goal-oriented overachieving mode and what you need is just to slow down and to just start looking one day at a time and start to construct your days. Because I, I promise you, if you're happy with each day, you're going to be happy with the end result. Like if you, at the end of the day, you can say, I really enjoyed today. That was a good day. If you can say that each day, you're going to be happy with the way your life goes. And that doesn't mean you have to be saying that every day. Like not every day is going to be a good day, but let's say like more often than not, like in a week, four days out of seven, you can say that was a good day. Then you're, you're living a good life, right? So let's just simplify it and start on the the smaller level, as opposed to what's the big goal. And then when I get to the goal, I'll be happy. And instead just (laughs) What makes me happy now? <laughs> what do I, or maybe happy is not how you want to feel. Maybe content is how you want to feel, or maybe energized is how you want to feel, or you know, whatever it is. But it's like, what makes me feel that way now? <laughs> how can I do that today? How can I be more focused and present on this day and this moment and all of that? Um, there's another quote I just that came up on my meditation app this morning and it said, wherever you are be totally there. Totally. So wherever you are right now, just be totally, totally there. All right. Well, that's all I have for you today, my loves. Happy, happy new year. Um, I'd love to hear from you after this show. If you're interested in, you know, reaching out to me and telling me, you know, what you got from it. Like, what do you want your year to look like? What's like a phrase that really describes how you want to spend your days? What are some elements that you'd like to add into your days? Um, Please feel free to reach out via email on Instagram, whatever it is, and just share with me kind of what's coming up for you as you're um, listening to this episode. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful new year, a new week. And thank you so much for continuing to listen in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Life After Medicine podcast. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation, share your takeaways, and connect with other like-minded healthcare workers, then come join us in the Life After Medicine Facebook group. The link to join the group is in the show notes. I can't wait to connect with you further.